Café Sofé is an unscripted interview podcast featuring a guest from the LGBT plus community in Scotland. This episode was recorded under COVID-19 restrictions. If you would like to be part of the podcast, please support us on Patreon. Or if you would like to be a guest, please contact Sophie underscore Queen on Instagram. That's at S-O-O-F-A-E underscore Queen on Instagram. Please enjoy this episode. And remember, we are not funny. We are not comedians. We just sometimes make each other laugh. Oh, hello there. Hi, welcome to Cafe Sophie. I'm your Hi. waitress today, Sophie Sophiers. What can I get for you? It's your name that's above the door. Oh, no, that's purely coincidence. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's I actually changed my name to get this job. It's really hard in the current market to, you know. Do you know, that's so, you a know. good plan. Good plan. Aim big. Just change your name to the, the name of the company you want to work for. And different people called Apple. Yeah, so what can I get for you today? Okay, well, I'm going to just be a bit strange because I'm in a coffee shop and I don't drink coffee. So, can I have a hot chocolate, please? I'm sorry, what? I would like a hot chocolate. Maybe you understand it more if I said a hot chocolate. Oh, okay, a hot chocolate. Okay, that's fine. And can I get your name for the cup? My name is Alana Duvet. Okay, Lainey Duffet. Got it. No, is no, that no. Dove it with an E or an I? Ah, uh, um, a Y, um, it's Duvet. Okay, so D-O-Y-V-E-T? Uh, um, maybe. Well, this is a Sharpie, so I'm sorry, but your, lane, your name is Lainey Dove it now. Lainey Dove it. okay. Lainey Dove it, yeah. Well, at okay. least I guess the I guess the Duvet part's now spelt right, if it's got a T. <laughs> so, uh, what brings you to this part of town? I was told that um, this little store in this little part of town is a good place to get a good wee chinwag. From a chinwag? Yeah, so I thought, you know what? Not doing much. Could do with a wee bit of company and a little natter in these covid times, socially distanced. So I thought, why not? I'll go in. Maybe make a new wee friend. <laughs> yeah, we might as well. Okay. Well, I actually do do this thing. I don't, I don't know if you're interested in it, but like every so often we get someone who's, you know, really, really talkative. Like you just know those people who walk in and have conversations with the service staff and you're like, oh my God. I don't know who you could possibly be talking about or who you could be referring to. <laughs> yeah, there was some person called Marnie in here last week. It was really weird. Anyway, Ooh. but I do this thing with them called Espresso Yourself. So I'll basically just ask you some quick, short questions about yourself, and we'll get to know you a bit, little bit better. Ooh, well, this sounds fun. Let's do it. Okay. So whereabouts are you from? Usually seen in or around Glasgow, but I'm actually from East Kilbride, which is, for those who don't know Scotland very well, um, it's just a, a kind of little town just outside of Glasgow, 25 to 30 minutes away in the car. Hmm, okay. And what are you known for doing in East Kilbride? Nothing. <laughs> well, no, well, to be fair, actually, um, I say that. I used to do a lot of um, theatre stuff here in East Kilbride, so I guess there may be some people that might know me from that, but it was, it was quite, a lot, quite a while ago now. 
um, back when I was in my twenties. I don't want to say what age I am now. <laughs> oh, so are you one of those, you know, thespians? I am one of those thespians. <laughs> Both Alana and Sophie are doing the limp wrist hand gesture to indicate yayness, despite the fact this is an audio format. So what are you most known for doing then? Um, well, I used to do a lot of plays. It's not, well, not musicals or anything like that. The, the group that I was in didn't do anything like that. Like that. The closest thing we did to musicals um, was usually panto, but they did do one or two now and then they would try and experiment. The only one that I was that I ever went for and got a part in was um, a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> so that that was that was fun. I played hero in that, um, which was quite cool. He was like the kind of young sort of male um, protagonist called yeah, hero. Yeah. Wow, that's so some was, very literal writing there. Totally. <laughs> but um, most of the time, though, it was always at, like just like proper plays and. Um, either comedies or dramas and pantomime at the end of the year. Okay. The best part I got was probably um, in a play called Butterflies Are Free. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of that. No, Um, I keep all of my butterflies in jars locked in a cabinet, (laughs) so I'm not really interested in that sort of thing, you know? Don't get me wrong, I'm a vegan, but I also punch animals (laughs) for fun. There was a film made of it too. It's quite quite old uh, now, but... um, I played a blind man living in New York. <laughs> it was all kind of set like in my apartment. Um, it was. And it was are cute. you blind? I'm not acting. And do you live in New York? <laughs> and I don't live in New York. It was wow. me acting. <laughs> wow. So you're lying to the public. That's impressive. You see that acting is the grandest lie. <laughs> I thought that was politics. Slightly less grand. So, what's something that everyone knows about you? Um, something everyone knows about me, apart from the fact that I love to act, um, is probably that I do drag as well. Okay. Um, I am a drag queen based in Glasgow. <laughs> mm. And what's something you want people to know about you Ooh. that they maybe don't know? That's a good question. Um, Thank you, I thought of it myself. Well done. That's a good question. (laughs) Um, I may just be a barista, but I actually do have a doctorate. Um, It's in chatting. Chat doctor. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm also, um, you might know me by my professional name, um, (laughs) WebMD. I do recognize that name. I enjoy singing, but I'm very um, self-conscious about it. <laughs> so I tend to not do it often, but it's one of it's probably my biggest passion in life and what I always wanted to do and dreamed of doing um, as a little tiny boy. Um, but I'm, I get so nervous about it. I get so self-conscious about it, so I don't do it often. Um, I have to be feeling very confident before I'll, before I'll do it in public or very drunk, one or the other. Mm. <laughs> And now that it's out there, now I'll have to do it. I have to do it more because exactly. it's now out there in the public domain. <laughs> yeah, all the people eavesdropping in our conversation right now are probably wanting to hear you sing. I know, that is I just sort of what happened. Looking at me. Stop looking at me, Karen. Yeah, Karen actually has two glassy eyes, so 
you're you're being oh. a bit rude there. She's not staring. It's just it's just her face. Oh, sorry, Karen. It's okay. She's deaf too. Oh, that's fine then. Fuck you, Karen. So, what's something you're very proud of doing? Something I'm very proud of. Um, probably I run a little-known show. I don't know if you may have heard of it called Dragopticon and the Britannia Drag Optician. Drag Optician. Yes. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I'm assuming this is you essentially go to an optician's um office and then drag people out while they're getting no, their it's, it's like surgery. A, it's, it's uh, an optician show where drag queens can come and get their eyes tested by other drag queens, and you can buy a ticket to be in the audience to watch them get their eyes tested. It's very informative. Just like number one, or number, number two, one. number two, number one, number or two. number two. <laughs> we don't get a large audience. <laughs> I can imagine, especially right now, like an optician's office is rather small, like. Uh, no, is um my show uh, my show called is called Dragopticon, and it uh, the reason it's called that is because it's performed in the Britannia Panopticon Music Hall in Glasgow, which is if you don't know the oldest surviving music hall in the entire world. So it's like a beautiful historical building, which is kind of falling apart a little bit. But our show um, contributes towards um, giving money to the charity that kind of runs it and. Um, with the hope of trying to be able to restore it back to its former glory. So it's like a, a kind of drag variety show in a, in a sense where we get like a couple, some guests to come on and they perform, <laughs> some sing, some dance, some lip sync, some do wee acty skits and things like that. And some play live music um, instruments and things like that. Um, stand up and all that kind of stuff. And, and all that, it goes towards getting the music hall it's needed plastic surgery, yes? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. We, we, we split um, we split the ticket sale money um, between the acts so that they can get a little something for their time and hard work. And the other half goes back to, to the building to hopefully put in the, the pot that will hopefully fund getting it some heating and getting it a nice new paint job and all different parts that need fixed up to hopefully one day restore it back to what it was because it burned down many years ago and you can see that when you go in there like old charred walls and stuff like that but i think that kind of adds to its aesthetic though yeah you might see it but um that's why you have the opticians you know you test their eyes before they come in so they can see all the damage that the building has gone under exactly exactly well as soon as as soon as they've had the laser surgery we put them in there and i'm like what can you see Tell me how dilapidated <laughs> this building is. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really proud of it because um, I never, I never um, did the show originally. Um, it was that was um, produced and hosted by someone else, and then but they were going to. We were having a chat um, because the audiences weren't there and the performers weren't really up for doing it as such. And um, they were saying, "I done." the first one and the last one that they did and the audience numbers were very different so <laughs> I said to him I was like I don't want it to end and he was like well there you go it's yours, yours now. and now we've been named in the Guardian's top 15 drag events in the whole of UK up there with like DragCon and Club Kids and uh, so right next to all there is drag opticians then you've got you know drag doctors drag nurses um, totally. drag pediatricians 
So for like a wee small local show, I thought that was got a pretty big deal to be up there with the, the mainstream like Rue Girl shows and stuff like that in a list of the best UK drag events. And we were the only Scottish one listed. So take that what you will. We must be doing something right. Mm, very cool. Okay then. So I'm gonna ask you one more question then. Um, what's something you're not very proud of? Probably my makeup skills. <laughs> I'm not very good at it. My wig makeup. Wait, wig you're wearing like makeup? Is... I can't even tell. <laughs> I'm not wearing any at the moment. Um, but I'm not exactly known for a queen who is good at looks. And I'm not exactly known for being good at hair. Which is why I tend to wear a lot of just little short wings. <laughs> Oh, now I get why you test everyone's eyes before they walk in the door. So you put the people with good eyesight at the back and the bad yes. eyes front. Exactly. That's exactly how it's done. Wow. <laughs> that makes so much sense to me. Just realized something. I completely forgot to take your order. I just wrote your name on a variety of cups and then stacked them in a pentagram. Um, What were you ordering again? I like it. It's almost like a little art installation here. Yeah. So what was your order again? My order, I would like a hot chocolate with extra whipped cream and marshmallows. Okay, well, I'll give that to the chef, um, and that will be about 10 to 15 minutes. Thank you. It will be cold. Oh, okay. <laughs>